Oh. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, right. please welcome yeah. B. Tech Smith and Steve Metz. B. Tech Smith and Steve Metz, you are now entering the Metacarts, the Metacarts. What's up, B. Ted Smith? Could be one of those shows, Steve. I'm feeling pretty good right off the get-go. Yeah. Life's good. One step closer to maybe making a baby, Ted. <laughs> oh, man. Those are the strangest texts. Steve, where are you at? It's Tuesday, no podcast? I'm putting baby batter in a cup. <laughs> I can't tell what I'm doing. I, said, I was texting Ted from the collection room. The collection, my, my bad. Yeah, the collection. I even took a picture this time. It was funny. I was showing it to our boy Munson. Uh, we went to the T-Birds game last night. And I, I showed him the picture, and he's like, bro, are you showing me a picture of you cranking it? I'm like, no. That's before. That's just me in the room. Right. It's just a selfie of me in the collection room. He's like, is that brown bag where you're going to end up putting your stuff? I'm like, yep. Yeah. That's exactly where it went. But uh, I know a lot of people do send me messages about, because we've talked pretty freely about this, the, the struggles of, of bringing a, a, a future nephew to the Ted Smith uh, <laughs> into this world. Childbearing. That's right. And it's been an up, uphill battle. There's been, I'm not going to bore you guys with all the details, but let's just say we've jumped to another step and it's an exciting step because uh, both, yes, it's, a, it's, a, it's an expensive step too. Not as Sorry, expensive. I shouldn't do that. No, but it's funny because it's like there's step one, there's step two, and step three. We're at step two, and right. hopefully step two works because if step two doesn't work, I'm going to have to refinance my house if we want to make step three happen because step three is in the world of five figures. Yeah, and, and I'm into local investments and helping out upstarts. You want to I don't know if I can invest in a baby though. I don't know the al- the uh, alcohol, the athletic prowess of this kid right. before it comes out. You see how I play hockey. I don't think it's a good investment. <laughs> Dude, what if we did a Kickstarter <laughs> to, for, to get you to have a baby? For the in vitro. Hopefully in vitro we don't have to do that, but uh, we're at uh, the, the other step, which is kind of like, you know, they, they, they clean some stuff, they put some stuff in places, and I was there for all of it, like from my stuff. It's very weird. When you're doing that, because in my head, I'm like, wow, they're because when they realized that my wife was ready, they I have like a 24 hour window to get there. It's like I'm Kiefer Sutherland. All of a sudden we're running out of time. So I had to cancel doing the Migs cast because. But you still don't get to have sex this time. Oh, yeah, we do. They oh, actually, okay. And that's the best part. So after they do all that stuff, the lady just nonchalantly, the nurse lady, is like, well, make sure you have intercourse tonight and also tomorrow. I'm like, well, okay, you don't have to twist my arm. And I went to the T-Birds game last night, so I didn't get home until like 1030 in the, in the evening. Yeah. And Sid's asleep, and I'm like, she's got to wake up. Doctor's this- order. Right. <laughs> Need to give you this vitamin D. <laughs> I mean, that's the only time you could be that brash with your wife. Right? You're going to get it. You want a baby in that belly. You got to take it now. It's baby making time. Bottom of D. I like that. So anyways, uh, for those of you out there, if you can just keep good thoughts and uh, hopefully we'll have great news in a couple of weeks. And if you don't hear anything in a couple of weeks, that means we didn't have great news. I'm not going to I'm not gonna go down the, like, the bummer stuff. It's not that. But, you know, this would be awesome if it works out. And, um, of course... Because, you know, let's get all the stuff out of the way. But it's very exciting times. That's yeah. why if you didn't hear the MIGS cast yesterday, I kind of kept it vague online because, you know, I don't really want to get too into detail online. And I appreciate if anyone that's listening doesn't get into detail online because it's just not where I want things to live. I'm not that kind of a guy. I don't do that kind of stuff on, on social media. Uh, but for those that do listen, I just wanted to kind of give you guys an the news because, well, you've been there for the journey and I really appreciate that. Yeah, that's awesome. Plus, yeah. dude, I think... You know, it's different from you sitting here talking about it in this in this kind of element. Yeah. When you put stuff out and you start answering questions about that on Twitter, it's not like, the same. It's not the same. And then number two is you don't know what's going to happen. So let's say, you know, it is the worst case scenario, and you can have a child. <laughs> I mean, you want you don't want that stuff out there. Right. That would I don't just want hurt. to keep replying to that because right. it's just like yeah, exactly. That's why I said like in a couple of weeks, if I don't have awesome news, either that means we're still being kind of cautious to release the news or. We don't have good news. And even not having good news isn't like the world's coming to an end. Like no one's dying. Nobody's hurt. Nobody's, you know, it's just, this would be an awesome new chapter into our lives. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It wasn't meant to be, but we're doing everything we can to make it happen. Yeah. 
with that vitamin D. Yeah. But why don't we get things rolling? We got a lot right, of stuff yeah, to talk we're, about. We're, we're late with the push-ups these days. I know. So let's get the, the push-ups out of the way. Of course, if you're new to the Megacast, we do push-ups because, well, it's our way to get ready for the podcast, and we expect you to do them as well because you need to be 100% there with us. So it's a way to get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. And this one, Ted, is for you. Oh! It's your See, jam. it already came out number one on Billboard. Look at Ted is more excited oh. than I am if I bring a child into this world. I, I am. It's a it's a great song, Steve. Who is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's DJ Khaled. All right. This is Beaver, Quavo, Amigos, Chance. Chance Chance's verse is the S. And it's and called Little Wayne. Oh, that's right. The video is hilarious with him. Yeah, I'm the one. All right, let's get Ted Mega Family. Thanks, Steve. Don't you know, girl? Don't you know, girl? I am the one for you. I can't tell you how many times I've listened to this song lately. You know, at first, I was like, Ted's out of his mind. This sucks. But actually listening to it in the headphones and the spirit that I'm in right now, the excitement that's going through my body... I'm with you. It's a pretty oh, awesome song. And Chance's verse is so sick. I'll have, to re- I'll have to go back and listen because Chance's verse, I mean, we geeked out on an old, old episode of the Mega Cats when we were really geeking out about um, Action Bronson. Oh, yeah. And his verse on that uh, one song <coughs> is like What's the that, great- Baby Blue? Yes. And where he's like just listing all the things he hopes his ex gets. Yeah, I hope you get fired from your job if Friday is on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, that's the best line. I just love this line he said, that you put that booty on that Gucci belt. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Talks, starring D-Tex Smith. All right, hear me out on this one. Uh-oh. Now, I'm not suggesting that you stay out of shape. I'm not in great shape right now. Or, or don't go to the gym and this and that. I'm not suggesting that. I feel like this is the Ted Talk I need to hear. The only thing I'm suggesting... Eat pizza, bitches! No, I met somebody, not met somebody, I know somebody that I didn't know had lost a bunch of weight. And we were talking about going out and stuff, and they, they kind of confided, like, I'm a little odd about my body. And I was like, I guess my point is this, is that, like, no matter what the shape you're in, man, it's summertime. If you're a dude, take your shirt off. Go swimming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes people are so harsh on their own bodies or whatever. Like, I just... I don't know. It took me years to get over that, and I just like there's just such a it's just such a great feeling. Like I, I look back at Fat Kid Ted, like I don't want to go swimming with a shirt on anymore. That sucks. Oh no, it's and then whenever you see someone swimming with a shirt, you don't really think about their size. You're like, what's wrong with this guy? Take your damn shirt off. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. So just when that person said that to me, because because they look they're thin now, I was just like, huh. And I just that's always my thing is like. I'm a fat, hairy dude. Like, I'm shirtless. Like, I trust me, nobody's going to worry that you have a little flab on your arm. Dude, it's funny, because yesterday I was walking from my car to meet up with the boys before the T-Birds game to go eat some trappers. Oh, shout out, Jay. What about those caps? <laughs> He's in a bad place about the penguins right now. I almost texted you like, what is his number? I'll give it to you. you guys, right. Yeah, you, you should totally harass him, because I usually text with him during the games. He's a big penguins fan, my buddy J-Mac from the donkey show and on the donkeys and all that. Uh, and Ted, of course, a big Caps fan, and they're right now in the middle of a massive playoff battle where the Caps are one win away, right? Yes. Yes. Game seven tonight oh in my. Washington. Oh, I'll definitely give you his number. Which has been a house of horrors for us before. Pittsburgh always beats the Caps. I might have to just create Steve, a group I chat. I want to be on this group chat, so I'm going to create a group chat so we're all on it. But I do my part for you Caps fans. I don't watch the games. <laughs> I should stop watching the T-Birds games. They lost yesterday. Dude, I swear to God. I got home last week and they were up. I think it was like Friday night or something. They were up 2 nothing with three minutes to go. Pittsburgh scores two goals in the last three minutes. He goes, so I turned it off. I said, I shouldn't be watching it. And they won in overtime. Uh-huh. And then, like, it's gotten to the point where my cousin Tom, like, the other night, it was like, how about those caps that not watching? He goes, do your part. Don't watch Wednesday either. It's not weird if it works. Right? <laughs> I don't blame you one bit. So I'm walking to go meet up with them. And I know we're going to do all you can eat. And I'm going to eat like a pig. And as I'm walking, you know, you see the reflection in other buildings. Yeah. And I'm looking at myself I'm like, oh, my God, this shirt, it's too snug on me. You can see my moves are just like they're on fire tonight. My stomach. Like, I was just feeling like a fatty. And I was, like, getting really bummed about it. I was getting a little insecure. And recently, I've been kind of, like, going through a little bit of a, not, not a massive amount of 
depression, but there was one day where I had a rough go and I had Indian food for lunch. And then soon after that, I had teriyaki for lunch. And then soon after that, I swung by and got myself a Frosty. Do not tell my wife. I will I will deny any of this, you mother effers, if you bring this up. Yeah. So I had three lunches, basically, for lunch within an hour. All and right. I was still hungry. It was like that kind of a week. All right. So I'm like really being bummed. And I'm like, God, I look like a mess. And then I started paying attention to everyone around me. And I'm like, well, that guy looks kind of like a mess, too. Like, it's not like to be like body shaming, but I'm like, he's got his own issues probably, too. And he's walking around very happy. And I started thinking about, I'm like, nobody is judging me. And it's funny because I'm kind of sort of judging Judge someone. the other guy. I know. But I, but I needed to see that because I'm like, we're all kind of having our issues probably with weight or issues with whatever it may be. We're all in this together. Like, I don't need to completely crap all over myself as I'm walking to go eat and be bummed about it. And I was like, you know what? I mean, I'm who I am, man. I shouldn't be also so self-concerned. I've got a, a, a woman that loves me for who I am and my vitamin D. Um, I she used to weigh 80 pounds more. I know, and I get like nervous I'm going to go back down that road, you know? Oh, I can't. I, I almost forget you were ever at that road. Because, man, eating three lunches is kind of what I used uh, yeah, to do. Yeah, three lunches is getting it. But, I mean... It was awesome at the time. <laughs> Food makes me feel good when I'm sad. Oh, dude, trust me. That's my biggest issue. I have like, I have a bad relationship sometimes with food because it's like, oh, let's celebrate. Let's go get some food. I'm depressed. Let's go get some food. I'm bored. Let's go get some food. Everything involves food for me. You're right. I'm watching TV. I should eat something. Yeah. I'm driving. I'm kind of tired. I should eat something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, do you ever do like the fat guy thing too, where somebody like mentions a city and you like, you know, like the specific like, thing to go eat there? Like, well, it came up it. this morning. We I'm were talking about bastard. we were talking about Yelm, and I'm like, "Oh, you got to go to Mr. Doug's." Oh yeah, Mr. Doug's. I kind of. God damn it! Yes, I don't know real landmarks. I can't tell you where like cool things are that like actually like have historical significance. But I'll tell you where Tats Deli is in Seattle. Dude, I had Tats Saturday. It's so freaking good. It's so good. The Tats Strami <laughs> sandwich. Strami. I never want to be that guy, like a foodie, but that tatchstrami has so much flavor. It is so good. The minute it hits your mouth, you're just like, it's like a freaking food orgasm. Cobb texted me Saturday and was like, hey man, think about having a low-key night. You want to kick it and just like eat some pizza? But there had already been a Sounders game, uh-huh. so I'd already had a couple beers. And I said, I just texted him back. I was like, dude, I literally just mowed down like a 12-inch tats. Like, I, no. <laughs> Get back to me in two hours. Right? <laughs> I was like, this is the worst time to text me. I'm always down for pizza, but I was like, sorry, dude. Like, I just crushed a sub. You know, before we take a break, I wanted to... Um... Oh, by the way, on yes. the TED Talk, that's yes. what I'm saying. We're, me and Steve aren't saying go get out of shape and stuff. I'm just saying, like, if you're at the beach, man, go swimming. Don't sweat it. Everybody's not looking at you. And to be honest, if there's some teenager that smiles or something, well, it's a teenager. Don't sweat it. And, and for all you know, they're not smiling about that. Maybe your zipper's undone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, you don't, know, don't jump to conclusions. Like, everybody has those things, you know. I like. Yeah, it's yeah. not about like let's let's eat like maniacs and be unhealthy, but like don't don't beat yourself up. I know I do it. You do it. We yeah. all do it. But at the end of the day, you know, no one else is going to beat you up like you're beating yourself up, and no one else is even really paying attention. Like if you're at a beach shirtless, nobody. Nobody's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy is shirtless. Put a shirt on, man. Yeah. Or just put some pasties over those boobs. Yeah. And think about it, man. If you ever feel bad about it, just know I'm on a beach or a river somewhere. <laughs> fat with man boobs and really hairy. Yes. <laughs> you all right. And I might be in my bathroom <laughs> dancing, watching my boobs jiggle. Oh, dude, I dance in the bathroom all the time, especially that Bieber song. <laughs> that song is pretty legit. I, oh, I bro, love I wanted to beat you up. When I first loaded the song, I was going to make fun of you about it. Like, I was like, oh, man, I can't wait. Like, this is going to be the one song where Ted and I do not see eye to eye. This is not going to be our summer theme song. And then the more I listen to it, I'm like, oh, it's pretty, it's pretty infectious. And then I'm like doing work and I'm like, it's in my head. I'm like, damn it. Ted was right. I know. Well, I learned it from World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> So I wanted to play one quick clip before right. we get out of here, uh, before we take a break. Um, yeah, and it, one segment, we're out. I know, we're done. Uh, it, it falls in line with the TED Talk, and I was watching the WWE's Hall of Fame induction ceremony because I have no life, and all I do is watch anything that's on the WWE Network. Obviously. Our boy, Diamond Dallas Page. We got to right. get him on the Megacast. I think he would be an awesome, awesome guest on the Megacast, and I'm sure we can make it happen. He, I mean, he gave a TED Talk for his speech. And right. there were many great moments, and I'll, I'll try and I, I grabbed a bunch, but I might just uh, play a couple and, and just kind of call it a day. But uh, here's one where he was talking about how he used to watch 
his wrestling matches with Jake the Snake Roberts because Jake would pull no punches and just tell him when he sucked. All right. And I thought it was a really cool clip. And he critiqued everything. And there were some brutal matches there. But that's how you learn. You don't learn from winning. You learn from losing. You learn from falling down. That's how you learn. I thought that was a really cool one. I think that's something I've always told anyone that goes on the radio. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. The way I've learned how to be what I am, and some people look at me in high regard, like, well, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? I'm like, I effed up a lot, man, and I learned from those mistakes. I just didn't do those same mistakes twice. Hey, Coach Ted will tell you, it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it, son. Nice. I like that. Where's Jake? He needs you. Diamond Dallas Page needs you to close up his speech. But his Dusty Road story was one that I actually, when I first watched this, I, I tweeted it out because I was like, just so like, it was just such a cool one, and I think it's something that all of us could learn a little bit from. Oh. And let's, let's listen to it before we take the break, but it's, he's talking about Dusty Rhodes and how he was having a, a rough time and probably didn't hard time. have hot times. Probably didn't eat three lunches when he was having a tough time. He called his friend Dusty, and Dusty set him straight. One night I took it too far, and I was like, yo, Dream, you know, they're never going to give me an opportunity, and I know I'm never going to be you or Hulk or Rick. I know I'm never going to be the world champion. And just real quick, get ready for the best Dusty Rhodes impression. All right. But they won't get me. Bang! He rakes my eyes. That is enough. What did you just say? Now I feel kind of stupid. I said, well, <laughs> Dream, I know I'm never going to be you, you know, or Hulk. And he goes, no, no, D. What did you say after that? And that's not vitamin D. It's Diamond Dallas Page yeah, D. Yeah, D-D. I said, well, I'm never going to be the world champion, Dusty. Wade. Then what the hell are you doing it for? Dallas, if you don't believe... As hard as you work, if you don't believe that you have the ability to be the world champion, then you need to get the hell out of the business right now. I don't remember what he said after that, but I remembered exactly what I did. There was a pad right next to our phone, and I pulled it over, and as Dusty was talking, I wrote, I will be the world champion in five years. If you got a passion, a want, a desire, just don't think it. Ink it. Own it. I thought that was just awesome. Ink it. Own it. I Ink like it. that. Yeah. And, and in less than five years, in about four years and change, he became champ. Nice. How cool is that? That's pretty awesome. Almost to the date, like when he wrote the note, he became champ. And I thought that was pretty damn yeah, awesome. You can argue with DDP Yoga that he's more famous than either of those guys now. Now? Yeah. And he has nothing to do with wrestling. He's yeah. changing people's lives, man. Yeah. I mean, he helped. I, I, I still swear by DDP Yoga. I don't do it every day, but I do it at least a couple times a week just to keep my body loose. And man, if I didn't do it, I think I would just be a, a, a cranky old man complaining about my back hurting, my, my shoulder hurting, my knees are hurting. <laughs> it's, it's pretty amazing. And Diamond Dallas Page is just one awesome dude. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to hopefully do something fun, Ted. All right. We're going to talk to our mothers. All right. We'll see how that goes. I, <laughs> I, I'm excited for this segment. I don't have the usual trepidation I do is what we'd call my father. Yeah. Yeah. I think your mom is a little less of a loose cannon than old effort, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> my mom, more of a loose cannon than my dad. So hopefully <laughs> we'll get them on when the Megacast returns. If I was a human, all I would do is bang, bang. The mega cast will be back. Is life really hard? Is the world full of things that are difficult to understand? Do you ever wish there was someone who could just explain to you how everything works? You guys, the real issue here is that we're all in this information bubble. I read it on Goop last night. Introducing Millensplain, a new subscription service that sends real live millennials to your door who can explain or Millensplain literally anything. Jessa Millensplain so much to me about culture. She introduced me to almost every food Anthony Bourdain likes. I've held a job for over 20 years, but until I met Sophie, I didn't realize how little I knew about my own business. And now I'm pretty sure she runs it. 
So you're gonna be in charge of food gramming? I thought climate change was really bad. And then Sebastian Malen explained to me that it was actually really, really bad. My head was so far up my ass before Malen explained. It's time for Ched and Steve to get right and get back to the show. The mega cast is back. Oh boy. So a lot of people always wonder when we do the mega cast, like, oh, you guys probably record a bunch of things and then you like piece it all together and create this podcast. There are times where we have to record an interview, but we then we'll insert it to make it all seem kind Disciples of Disciples of Funk. Right, right. Absolutely. But there are for the most part, I'd say ninety percent of the time that we do this mega cast, we hit record on the machine and we treat it like it's a live radio show, including the commercial breaks. Like yeah. we don't like pause tape, edit it, or anything. Like we just for that minute and a half that we take a break, we just take off our headphones, say some inappropriate stuff to each other, and then we come back live. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to fit in a whole conversation in that little break. It is. Like, we're like, crap, we're coming back. We're coming back. We need longer commercial breaks, Ted. We need to sell more advertising to fake clients. Um, I got to say, my, right, my cousin was even like, like I like the Migs cast and the podcast. And he's like, I like the mega cast. It just sounds much more professional. doesn't feel like as much as like a podcast. I was like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how we do it. That's awesome to hear because I've been, um, uh, dude, our podcast is getting like a lot of pub in the industry. It's very I know. weird. Isn't that crazy? Like it, it got talked about, I guess, at NAB, um, at, which is a big national association of broadcasters. It was yeah. brought up at the Worldwide Radio Summit. It was in a blog on like some radio trade. And I'm like, this is all really weird. But shout out to our, our dude, Seth, who used to work in Seattle and is now like doing stuff in the consulting world. And he's really focused on podcasting as being a, a new medium. And he's using us as an example to be like, hey, if you're looking for angles on how to do a podcast what ted and steve are doing is it's bringing a morning show host and an afternoon show host together to make a podcast and it's mm-hmm. it's creating unique entertainment for their fan base and so i'm getting now hit up by different people in the, in the industry and they're like hey tell me about what you're doing because i'm friends with the morning show person and i do nights and, and I, <laughs> i'm like that's pretty freaking cool to, and one of the things I say is, hey, make some kind of create structure because at least that way you have an idea of what you're doing. And then from there you go and do whatever you want. And that's our structure is to treat it like it's a radio show. Yeah, exactly. I bring all this up because we're about to call our moms. Yep. And we haven't um, set this up in advance. This isn't going to be like something where we already recorded it and we know it's going to be awesome. And we're just inserting it into this episode. I have no idea if my mom's going to answer. You have no idea if your mom's going to answer. Yeah. I also got to say, I always forget how I'm 36. What are you, yep. 40, 40? 42. 42, all right. I'm 39. Yeah, I, was, I always forget. But change. even though 36 and 42-year-old male, I was still like, I don't know, man. Can I call your mom by her first name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> during the break, that's like, my mom's, you know, you could call her Maureen if you want. I'm like, okay, I was going to probably just call her mom. <laughs> my mom's Roseanne. If you want to call her that, that's totally fine. Or you well, can call like her mom. Well, it's like adults, right? Because we're, I always say that. Like, we're obviously, we're freaking adults. But like, like, I just have buddies back east. It's just different. And like my buddy Bernie, I would just never call his mom by his first name. It's always Mrs. G, Mrs. Granzo. That's funny though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I but my, like my buddy Perk. I mean, I call his parents Suze and Larry. So I mean, it's just there's just certain people. So you're old school Brooklyn dudes. So I was like, let me just make sure. Oh yeah, dude. My mom doesn't care. And and this is gonna be fun. We'll try my mom first. Um, All right. There's no guarantee that she'll answer. There's also no guarantee that she's not enjoying some Jack Daniels. Nice. She's retired. She loves her Jack. She loves her whiskey cokes. All right. Um. So you know, sometimes. It, <laughs> My mom, when she has a couple of drinks in her, oh, she's awesome regardless, but like she is hilarious. So it's yeah. not like we're going to call up and she's like, F you, I'm drunk. Like it's, it'd be like, hey, and then she'll just share some fun stories. So I'm going to turn this phone on and we'll let's see, we'll turn this guy on. All right, we got that. Oh, we got a dial tone. Right, so far, we're doing okay. I always wonder if people can tell what the beeps are. I always remember when David Letterman used to like kind of like hum over them. And I always thought that he did that so that nobody could figure out like what the, who he's calling. Yeah. But fingers crossed my mom or my dad answers. Ooh. I think I did it all. See, again, this is not. Did pre- we miss like a one? I'll try it again. Hello, we are not available now. Is that your parents? I don't think so. All right, we'll try this one more time. One. 
Well, don't say the numbers out loud, Steve. <laughs> I don't think that make a family would be bad, but somebody's going to call your parents. I know. You're right. Oh, there we go. There it's it ringing. Please answer the phone. I wonder if they'll even answer. Suspense is real. I know. I'm nervous. They're having cocktails. They're not going to answer this weird number. Hello. We are not. Oh, that is there. Oh, man. This is unbelievable. They just don't want to. Maybe they're not home, dude. That's a very good point. So I'm going to try and find my dad's cell phone number on here. I never call him on his cell. Should I try that? Smiths answer their phones. I guarantee you. guarantee you. Mama Smith, she's ready to play. See, if my mom's not at home, she's just at the Green Turtle eating like. What are you doing, Emma? Well, I'm headed to the Turtle. Get some lunch. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic nice. voice message system. The best part is, is that a lot of these missed calls are coming from this studio, right? Right. They're going to start Which, calling this number. So, the Mega Studio is actually a side studio to another radio station. So, what I'm going to laugh at is, poor Tanch is going to be in here doing his shift and the hotline's going to be ringing. It's going to be your parents. Steven! Steven! <laughs> Why are you calling us from a number we don't know? Like, my name is Tanch. How did you get the hotline number? Who are you? Tanch, I'm also from New York. I lived in upstate New York. Whereabouts? Next thing you know, Tanch is now part of the family. He's coming to Thanksgiving. Right. All right, why don't we try your mom? Next time your parents are in town, you come to like swing by and grab me, and I got to squeeze in with Tanch in the back. He's already in there with your family. We like this Tanch guy. Uh, side note, Steve, I just watched a whole thing on the black and white cookie the other day. You know, each one is hand-painted with the icing. Where are you watching these specials? Is it on Vice? <laughs> no, I think it was all like Food Paradise. All right, if your mom answers, I'll let you start it off. It'd be weird if I did. If your mom doesn't answer. Hello? Mom! Hey! Hey! Uh, so Steve is here. You're on the Megacast. Hi, Mom! Hi, Steve. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you. Well, we wanted to call to wish you a happy early Mother's Day. Yeah, happy Mother's Day, Mom. You got in under the lawn, kid. You're the first one. And you, Steve. Yes! Thank you. I'm now off the food chain. <laughs> and, Mom, thanks for answering, because Steve's mom refused to answer his phone calls. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. I tried the home. Steve, you want me to call her? Yeah, would you mind? I tried the home. I tried the cell. No answer. Yeah, I'll give her a call. It comes up restricted, so maybe that. do you think that's why? Oh, see, I thought it might do that. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, I also but tried. You, but don't worry, Mom. He called from his cell phone. I, did, just, I put it on speakerphone on my cell phone for that reason, and they still didn't answer. And still didn't answer. Nothing. They don't love me. Oh, so well, I, I'm I'm thinking of adopting somebody anyhow. So you're in. I like the way Steve Smith rolls <laughs> off the tongue. Steve Smith sounds good. He was a great player for the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> yeah, isn't there Steve Smith, like famous basketball player too, and or football, football player? Football. Yes. Yeah. So I catch balls and shoot pucks, Steve yeah. Smith. And you could, you, you know, you we make a lot of good food, but you could be our Italian hookup. <laughs> I, got, I got the mozzarella for the Smith family. Talking to me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> I was telling my mom, I said, my mom's there. If she's not, she's probably just at the turtle grabbing a bite to eat. <laughs> well, I did start looking at the my clock. I'm like, oh, maybe they decided to, maybe I... It's my opportunity there. No. No, it's just my parents are ignoring me, and it took a while to get them to not answer the phone. <laughs> well, the reason why we were calling is because Mother's Day is just around the corner. I, we thought it would be fun to, to get our moms on, A, to wish you guys a happy Mother's Day, but also I thought it would be fun to hear your favorite memory uh, as being the mom of the Ted Smith. What's your favorite the Ted, or Ted Smith, I don't think you call him the Ted Smith. Uh, what's your favorite memory of Ted? <laughs> depends, on, depends on the evening. If we're out, I have to call him the Ted Smith. He hasn't told you that yet. Um, <laughs> when we're, mom, when you're in Seattle, you don't call me son, you don't call me your boy. I am the Ted Smith. The Ted Smith, with a double E. That's um, right. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. That extra E is for ego. <laughs> Oh, we're excellent. Oh, oh, yes, Steve. Mom, coming to rescue. Yeah. And his stepbrothers are brutal. Don't, don't let me go by your now, drums. I have a lot of nice memories of Ted. Um, when he was really little, he used to pick up feathers in the yard and bring them into me. That was my present. They fell off of birds. And one, one time he um, sort of adopted a big dog that came in. He was in the bathtub. And all of a sudden, this strange dog was in there. <laughs> So that was that was his St. Francis. 
Well, wasn't the one story then, the little dog ran into the tub and then the other one was hugging the giant dog and everybody was oh, afraid? Oh, that's to, right. The giant dog outside and we were all afraid of it. Yeah, it was a little dog that came into the bathtub. Yeah, they wouldn't right. go outside and I'm in the backyard hugging this massive dog. <laughs> I like how Ted was like, like this animal whisperer collecting <laughs> feathers, bringing stray dogs into the house. Dude, well, so the, thought, yeah. the tub story is hilarious. There's a little dog scratching on the front door. They open it. He runs in, <laughs> takes a direct lo- left, right and then back to, the- <laughs> to, the, to where I'm in the bathtub and jumps in. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. And little dogs generally aren't fired up to go in the water. <laughs> um, what else? I'll tell you the funny thing. Ted is in the right profession because um, even he's the youngest. So when he was in kindergarten, we'd be, Chris and Melissa and I'd be waiting outside and They'd say to me, where's Ted? Why does it take him so long to get out? But Ted always sort of walked around the classroom, chatted with people. Pretty much I'm sure what he does now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He still brings, he brings feathers into the station. It's very weird. (laughs) Who does he give them to, though? (laughs) (laughs) That's the right question. (laughs) It's a solid point. (laughs) I mean, it'd probably be Steve. (laughs) Me or Taryn. I was going to say you're Taryn, right? Like, hey, I brought you guys feathers. (laughs) Again. He does like birds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to give him an embarrassing one too, though, Mom. Um, gosh, did you ever do anything wrong? Let me think. Yeah, I know she's too nice. <laughs> oh, here's one. Uh-huh. T-ball, and if you know anything about our family, I'm I always played sports, and then all my brother-in-laws and my. Ted's dad all played sports, so they grew up playing sports. So he was playing people, and, you know, we pretty much assumed he knew what he was doing. So he hit a ball pretty hard, ran straight out to second. Didn't even, <laughs> didn't even look at first. <laughs> <laughs> Were you yelling on the sidelines, Ted? <laughs> I'm sure I was. Steve, it's yeah, also- don't forget first. Tag up. You're looking at the rest of the parents. Not my kid. I don't know who he is. I'm gonna go. Well, my brother Chris <laughs> likes to tell this story too. Uh huh. But also in T-ball, I had an unassisted triple play at third base. Exactly. Exactly. Now, technically, Steve, the game got rained out, so it didn't go down officially in the books. But people that were there, we don't need to know that part. Yeah, yeah. They still talk about it down at the field. (laughs) Remember that kid? Caught a line drive, (laughs) tag third. The kid from second was a moron and ran. My mom goes into the turtle. They're all like, oh, Ted, and that unassisted triple play. There's a plaque in the turtle, actually. Yes, there is. It only only goes up when it rains. Oh, you guys are tough. You don't need your brother out there. He's he's doing the same thing. (laughs) Selling it for Chris. Um, What are you doing for Mother's Day? You going? You going to a brunch? You hanging out with Chris and the kids? Well, they're doing. They sort of do something with Amy. They like to get Thai food. So I don't know what. I'll see Chris probably over the weekend. I haven't talked to him, but um, that's got to be a weird one. My brother does not eat anything outside his room. No, <laughs> really. Like, so, what's his world? Like, is it just like something like like uh, hamburgers or hamburgers, potatoes, chicken sandwich? <laughs> I mean, normal like just meat and potatoes. Just kinda. like when he came to visit, I was just like, "Yeah, we should go get sushi." He's like, "I don't eat sushi," and I was like, "Come on, Chris." <laughs> so he did tell me. He said, "I said, so what are you eating?" CJ, his son, is just like him, and he said, uh, "Well, they have these drunken noodles, so I usually eat that." <laughs> drunken noodles are good. What is a drunken noodle? Uh, I have no idea. You know, it's like the third. Like generally, when people go to Thai food, you'll get like pad Thai. Gotcha, gotcha. Pudsai yeah. or like drunken noodles. Oh, it's like it's like swimming Rama drunken yeah. noodles. Okay, yeah. Now I got you. Well, right on. Well, but he. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. He did tell me a funny story about, um, I guess one year they were trying to make a um, tiramisu cake for Amy. Right. And she he went to Starbucks and asked him for, what's the really strong stuff that Espresso. you get from coffee? Yeah. And he needed like a cup or something for the recipe. And they wouldn't sell it to him because I guess it's against their rule. Like if you... Um, it could make you sick or make you have a heart attack or something. So he's convincing this woman, pretty much telling her how much he hates coffee. He doesn't drink it. As a matter of fact, he never comes into Starbucks. And finally, they get the manager and sold it to him for his cake. But um, I thought that was a funny story. That's hilarious. Yeah, they probably just sold it to him like, gosh, get this guy out of this place. So no, yeah, just take it. And talking go. about our coffee. <laughs> right. He's like, I hate your stuff, but can I get a yeah. cup of your espresso? Right. <laughs> and he didn't know the language. He didn't know what to call it. 
grande or whatever. So. Oh, he probably said 16 ounces. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for answering the phone. Will you see your mom? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give her a go, and uh, we'll take a break, and we'll try again. But uh, at least we got one of our moms on, and the coolest one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Steve. <laughs> well, thank you all very much. Thanks for calling me. All oh, right. Well, I love you, Mom. I'll talk to you this weekend. Love you, too. Okay. Ha- happy bye Mother's bye. Day. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to collect some feathers, and when we get back, we'll uh, hopefully get a hold of my parents. Hopefully. I doubt it, though. We'll give them one more chance. One more shot? Oh, my gosh. Of course. Of course my parents are the ones that fail us. (laughs) Great idea, Steve. The worst. Actually, your mom was awesome. (laughs) Too much is never enough, especially when it comes to... LOL. The Megacast will be back. Introducing Ford's biggest pickup truck ever, the new Ford 8050. Three-quarter tons step aside. The new 8050 is a one-ton monstrous machine, longer than any truck on the road. Forget towing a car behind you. You can fit two cars in the bed alone. And let's not forget width. The 8050 is so wide, it drives on both lines of the road at the same time. That's how it won the nickname Roadhog. Gas is cheap again, so why don't you own the road? The new Roadhog 8050. There's no getting around it, literally. Yes, avenged mother seven folder back, and so a Ted and Steve. The mega cast is back. So I arrived, make me cold. A welcome change from the abates of a ghost down catacomb. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go see a Avenged Sevenfold, even yeah. if you don't. Uh, oh, they're so good live. Yeah, they they just kick ass live. That's probably the band I've seen the most live. I think I've seen them seven or eight times. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the band I've seen the most live might be Pearl Jam. All right, minus like I'm like minus local band, but duh, Pearl Jam's a local band. But like, I mean, I saw like I played so many shows with with Harvey Danger and and Death Cab for Cutie. I've lost track. Like when we were first all new bands. Yeah, both of those bands I've seen. 20 plus times because of either playing with them or or or, or just going to see them. Yeah. But I'd say Pearl Jam and Green Day might be the two bands I've seen the most. I think for me it's Avenged Sevenfold and Alice in Chains. Oh, Alice in Chains is up there too. I didn't even think about that. They're probably pretty close to those guys because I think I'm in double digits for Pearl Jam. Well, I know I am in Pearl Jam. I'm pretty sure I'm in double digits for Green Day and I'm probably around like nine, eight or nine for Alice in Chains. Yeah, I think I'm like seven or eight for Revenge and like five or six for Alice. Oh, every time. Any t- and, and, and I'll always go see them. Yeah. All right, we're going to try this one more time. Uh-oh. Oh, by the way, yes. my mom sent me a text. She forgot to mention she's going to the beach with my sister, Melissa. She wanted to put that out there. She didn't want to leave her out. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, dude. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. All right, I'm going to tell my dad to sell. Uh-uh. We're sorry. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Who is Please this? Set the number and try your call again. Three, three, zero, zero, one. Oh, oh, that's not the number. Three, but who's this woman? Does my mom know about her? Why is she answering my dad's cell phone? I'm getting a little worried. Are your parents okay? I don't know, man. They don't. Well, I know my dad is okay because last night he liked about 30 of my pictures on Facebook, but never decided to return my phone call. All right, we'll try this one more time, Ted, and I give up. <laughs> Yeah, you know, with the anti um 
podcast tips. We're wasting your time. That's what we do on our podcast. This week's episode, the guys dial numbers and laugh at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Right? All right. Please, that answer. And now it's going to be like an uphill battle to explain why am I calling from a blocked number. Hello? Dad! Yes! Hi! Sorry, we're calling from uh, the radio station. That's why I'm, I, um, I'm calling from an unrestricted phone number. Oh, I was wondering who's this no-caller. I didn't know. I don't know anybody by the name of no-caller. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's your son, Steven. And I'm here with uh, Ted. You remember Ted, one of my groomsmen from uh, the wedding uh, that's also on the yeah. radio? How you been? Yeah. Good, good, thank you. How you guys doing? We're doing, we're great. We're doing a podcast, and we 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 called Ted's mom on the podcast, and we're like, oh, I want to call. You know, we're doing like a Mother's Day special, and wanted to wish a happy Mother's Day to mom, but also I wanted to call and didn't get to talk to you yesterday, but happy, happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we went to the botanical gardens yesterday with some of the group here. It was very nice in Brooklyn. Oh, nice! Now we got both of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, happy Two birthday. <laughs> happy birthday and happy early Mother's Day, Mom. Yeah, and we heard Sydney in the background and the dog. No, the no. <laughs> That's Ted. That's just me, Ted, laughing. I know, Ted. Oh, no, oh. You sent the uh, voicemail. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't Ted, sound like Sydney. Ted, we- Ted would recognize that laugh anywhere. Right. You haven't checked. Don't ever change. By the way, I got to say thank you again for all the leftovers at Steve rehearsal dinner. I ate great for like three days. (laughs) Hey, anytime. Anytime. (laughs) Um, We were wondering, though, like, so we had uh, Ted's mom on our podcast, uh, and she shared some fun stories, some embarrassing and some just fun about her favorite memories about Ted. And we thought for, we'd get mom on to, if she has any fun or embarrassing or favorite memories about myself. Well, I think we're going to disappoint you and your fans because you were a great kid. That's right. Oh, that's right, Ted. You were the angel. You are angel. Oh, he could have been an angel the whole time. Uh, Ted, let me tell you, compared to his brother, <laughs> Hitler, Hitler was an angel. <laughs> I like that. I like that both our parents are selling out our siblings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ted's mom said the same about his brother. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Let me see if there was any embarrassing. Not really. Not All right. Really. That, that not to be embarrassing. Just oh, to, uh, oh, the uh, only one thing, another time you called from your station, and there was these questions. Oh, beep, beep makes. We remember that many years ago. And they asked, when was the first time Stephen went out on a date? Yeah, you said And I didn't, I, I didn't, I held my I, breath for a minute. I bit my tongue. I said, I was 18, I think you were. And, and I said, I think 15. And you said, Ma, you're not right. Well, I said, I don't want to let the whole world know that you were older. And you've got a big laugh from that. Do you remember that, Stephen? Yes, I do. <laughs> How old was he? Like 25? Uh, I'm still waiting for my 18. first date. Right. I think you were 18. Right? I was like I 18, 18, 18, right? 18 or 19. Yeah, right around that time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, what about the other time when you made daddy sleep in your dorm? Is that oh, your dorm? God, yeah. In your, fratar- in fraternity. your fraternity house. I'll never forget that. Yeah, tell Ted about that. Oh, uh, Ted, this was something. You know, I, I brought my car out because he needed a car. Right. His car was, and the, the other, my other car wasn't ready but, uh, from the mechanic. So, all right, so I brought him up, and I was going to stay at the motel. Uh, Steven says, come on, Dad. Uh, you know, there's nobody here. It's the summertime. You stay at the frat house. Well, you know, that was an experience. The first day I walked in there, the stench of stale, stale beer and liquor. I got over that. Uh, so Steve <laughs> said, you're going you're to sleep on the third floor, Pop. There's a bedroom up there. All right, no problem. So I'm sound asleep, and all of a sudden, this kid comes in on the third floor window. Well, I'm scared. We scared the shit out of both of us. <laughs> <laughs> and and then Steve goes, oh, don't worry about him. He always does that. He forgets his keys. <laughs> he climbs up. You gotta be kidding me! I think you got what you call him, Spider Man or something like that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the kind of the, night. the fire escape ladder, or not? We didn't have a fire escape ladder. He climbed like through the like, on the patio, jumped up onto the, like the ledge of the patio, pulled himself up. That's how we would get in if we yeah. lose our keys. Wow. Scared the 
that of his father. <laughs> I scared the shit out of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it scared everybody. Everybody had to scared out of them, Ted. He goes, who are you? I said, who are you? <laughs> Oh, and this is in what? Upstate New York? Yeah, in Plattsburgh. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. His fraternity was such a great fraternity that, one, the township condemned it. Mm-hmm. Two, yeah. the fraternity shut them down. They did. Three, the town did the, the tore down the house. They did. Jesus. An old, Victor- they- an old Victorian house, a beautiful Victorian house, with these kids didn't do it. <laughs> the, the, the newspaper and the mayor deemed it an animal house. Oh, yeah. There's front page headlines and everything, and yep, that was a... Hey, it's back, though. They got the charter back, and the, the, the fraternity is thriving again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they got a new house, though, though, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, stay here, Dad. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so not, not uh, embarrassing, but uh, what is your, uh, for Mom, for Mother's Day special, uh, what is your favorite memory about your son? The angel. The angel. My God, there's so many of them. Uh, Stephen, you were a gem. All of them were. All good. Even, even the uh, 4.30 in the morning hockey games. I'm still keeping up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, the, the Rangers lost. Because he was a goalie, and he was a damn good goalie. And his defensemen were like skating around talking to each other. So they're, they're leaning on the, on the rail by me. Bullshit. Meanwhile, my son is fighting for his life, keeping the goal, the, the puck out of the, out of the net. And then they, and I said, "You." And they're talking about a hat trick. I said, "You kids want a hat trick?" I took off my hat. It's Deadwood. I took off my hat and I kept hitting them with it. Get in there and defend your goalie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God forbid somebody back check, right? <laughs> so, uh, I gave him a hat trick, all right. So, <laughs> so Steve said, "You had to embarrass me, Dad." Mm-hmm. What do you mean, no, you? You were killing yourself trying to defend the net. <laughs> well, you know, because every player wants their dad to be hitting his teammates with his hat. I like it. Oh, I like what? it. Oh, you want a hat trick? I'll show you a hat trick. Hey. <laughs> That's exactly what I told him. <laughs> oh, well, we love you guys. And um, uh, Sid and I will give you a call later on tonight uh, to catch up. But I, I, I appreciate you guys sharing these stories with us on our podcast. Uh, we um, love you. I'm sorry to say we did. Yeah, you did. Really embarrass us. Maybe we embarrassed you a few more times. You <laughs> well, hey, Ted used to collect feathers when he was a kid and bring them into the house with stray dogs. Yeah. Wow. You didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to talk to you guys, too. Thank you. <laughs> As always, Ted, it was great talking to you, too. Yeah, I'll see you guys next time you're back out west. Oh, we're, gonna, we're hoping they make it. All right. I'm trying to convince. See, I'm trying to convince your mother for a cross-country trip with the car, but uh, well, not, yeah, she's fighting me. Oh, yeah. She's fighting me. That's a Yeah, I don't know if mom's going to go for that. Well, you either fight about the car or get in an airline and fight a stewardess. <laughs> <laughs> either way, there's a fight in travel. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? You don't want to get reaccommodated. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy we got your call. Yeah. We just back from the dentist. That was good timing. Oh, great. Nice. Well, we, we okay. love you guys. Love you too. We will talk to you soon. Take care. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Ted. See ya. Bye. Right. <laughs> hey, mom, tell me an embarrassing story. <laughs> well, son, <laughs> I just like that they're like uh, he was an angel and kept cursing. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Also, specifically, hey, let's hear a story from mom. Oh, let me tell you about Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and could your dad be more from New York City? Right. Oh, you want a hat trick? I'll give you a hat trick. <laughs> I don't know why you were embarrassed about that, son. I don't know, dad. You're beating up my teammates. <laughs> that might be why. All right, you know what? I'm looking at the time. I got to jump into a meeting in a couple yeah, of minutes, yeah. and I'm not going to another collection room. This is actually a meeting. So I haven't told my parents yet about us going to the fertility doctor. Yeah, I, that's, I don't know if that's a conversation you want to have with them. No, you know why? Because it's like, I know like Sid let her family know, her mom and dad know, and you know, they're very excited. And it's like, ah, you know, I don't want to get my parents, their hopes up. 
and then yeah. nothing happens. But uh, that would be awesome if they are actually planning a trip to come out. They might be, if they plan it right, they might be coming by when maybe they'll meet a grandkid. I don't know. Nice. That'd be pretty awesome. Tell them to come out at the end of summer. My mom's coming out. We got to hook them up. Bro, that would be good. If One of these times we should time it so that your mom is out when my parents are out. And we just, we just like rent out like a back room of a restaurant. Yeah. And just sit back and enjoy the show. Right. You and I maybe eat an edible or two and <laughs> sit back and enjoy the... My dad doesn't remember the part of also it was just a giant bong sitting right next to him. And like, I don't know if he chose to just leave that story out, but... Oh, like, at the frat house? Because the guy then also started smoking pot right in front of my father. Awesome. When I specifically told everyone, hide the bongs, my dad's coming. And of course, when alcohol is involved, the bongs come back out. Every time. That story still kills me, though. I just love the guy who right, breaks into his own house, wakes him up, and then starts ripping bingers right in front of him. And who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? Let me get my hat. I'll give you a hat trick. Oh, uh, Ted, that was fun. I'm glad we were able to succeed. Yeah. It was worth it. Oh, 100%. I don't think we wasted anybody's time. No. Wow, you're going to have to do some editing. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do that when I get back from my meeting. Jesus. So if this is coming out later than you usually get it, that's why. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. All right, let's get our final 10 push-ups before we get out of here. Ted, this was a fun one, as always. It's your jam. Oh, puts me in such a good mood. It does, man. This is a great summertime song. It is. I feel like we'll be listening to this lot oh, yeah. this summer. All right, get 10, Mega Family. I'm the one, yeah. I'm the one, yeah. I'm the one. Another one. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. <laughs> I wish our parents all had Twitter. I'm glad my dad doesn't. You know what? I'm kind of glad my dad doesn't either. It would be not FCC friendly. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all the moms that listen to our podcast. Oh, before I forget, once again, I almost did. We have t-shirts. All right. The t-shirts are available. They are Megacast t-shirts, and we have a very strong feeling that nobody in the station believes that they will sell. So prove them wrong. Right. Go to- uh, The Rock Shop at KISW.com. We also tweeted it out on the Megacast Twitter page, but if, if, if you're a fan and you got some extra bucks, I think they're like 15 bucks. We, we, we definitely said, hey, keep them as low- of a price point as you possibly can because, you know, yeah. I, I don't believe in charging $30 for a t-shirt. I think that's silly, but I think after like taxes and all that crap, it's like 20 bucks. Get a t-shirt, show some support for the Megacast. When you get the t-shirt, make sure to tweet it and we'll retweet it and we'll share it and uh, we'll hook you up possibly with something. I don't know. Yeah. And when you see somebody else in a Megacast shirt, show them mega love. Give them the mega hug. Yeah. At the Megacast and buy our t-shirts, please. Thank you. Bloop, bloop, bloop.